Hi, and welcome to another episode of Baker Rangers Movie Talk. This is a place where we talk about movies, movies love, and we have a good time. And today, I am talking with my guest. Today, he is the Red Cornish Ranger. He's right there. Hello. <laughs> it's you. Um, it is. So, thank you, Mark, for being on our show. I know I didn't, I didn't uh, let people know what we were watching, or we are talking about we are talking about the doctor who uh 30th or 50th anniversary um <laughs> special so 2013 um hold on for a second you know you know how i always have these technical difficulties so i have a technical difficulty um right here because i forgot this scroll so those who are watching on um youtube um <laughs> You you saw this little flub and you see things moving and, and all that kind of stuff. But it happens. It happens to me all the time. Like that's that's my MO, I guess. Um I oh gotta God, have sorry, screwdriver if you need. Well, <laughs> I, I think I'm I might need. I forgot to get I have one that's like a pin. Um but it also oh, yeah. like does lights and sounds too. Not lights, but it does sounds. <laughs> well no where it is. I used to have the the eleventh doctor uh sonic screwdriver. That was pretty yeah, awesome. I really wanted to get that one, but I was unable to. <laughs> Which one do you have? I have the, I've got the twelfth, and I've got the tenth and the thirteenth Doctor. Ah, so you got everybody but the eleventh, basically. I could do with the eleventh. <laughs> so we're talking about uh, the 2013 50th anniversary special, and we're kind of talking yep. to talk about like basically everything that that. Associated with that too, because you had uh, the the special was called the Day of the Doctor, um, but the last episode of the seventh season, seventh series was uh, the Name of the Doctor, which kind of set up in a sense at the end. Um, yeah, this introduced new, John. <laughs> yeah, introduced him as the War Doctor. Um, then you also had the Time of the Doctor, which. Kind of is not really. It is more associated to the name of the Doctor than it is the Day of the Doctor because of Trinzalore and all that stuff. And but um, what I don't know if a whole lot of people know about, but there was like a little mini sode called the Night of the Doctor, um, which we finally got the regeneration of Paul McGann. We did, yes. Uh, I I do. Well, we'll get into this that part later, but. I do wish they would have handled that a little bit differently. I like that episode, but I I wish, but well, we'll go into that. Uh, later. <laughs> uh But um, so this is the second time you've been on my show, and the second time we talked about Doctor Who. It seems like that's what we do. Um, eventually, oh, the next well. one, maybe not. Um, you <laughs> know, I guess it's tradition. If you're talking to British people, you have to talk about British stuff. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Who is um, the most British thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But um, this is not related to this movie, but it looks like I saw a report that, I don't know if this was just uh, clickbait or not, that Disney Plus is wanting to get the rights to distribute the, that new episode of Doctor Who in America. Yeah, apparently the BBC are in talk with them. Yeah, so that would be awesome. Um, I don't have cable to watch BBC America. And BBC America always changes the. Well, I guess BBC determines what day it's on, but, um, but with, with BBC America, we always saw it like five to six hours after it already came out in England. So, it kind of it kind of stunk whenever you're trying not to get spoilers on the 50th anniversary when it came out, and you know millions of people had already seen it. And so you have to, you had to get off of social media for a little while, um, to, to experience it and, and watch it. Um, yeah. But a lot, a lot of the pages I'm on on Facebook with Doctor Who, they do always do like a spoiler block for about a day, just to make sure no one gets spoiled. Yeah, that that's nice for like you know the American markets because again we get we get it, you get it on the night, which is the afternoon, you know for you guys, yeah. So, and we don't get it till the night because that's how America does their new shows. They come out at night because you're probably, most people are probably at work during the day. So yes, not really daytime telly. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but the 50th anniversary um, special, Doctor Who is kind of, it's kind of a mess. So it's a 50th anniversary, but, you know, it had really technically gone on for 50 combined years. There's a lot. Doctor Who is the king of hiatuses. Yeah, there was about, oh, was that 18 years, I think it was? Yeah. Well, Something even then, that. between... Um, Colin Baker's first season and his second season, there was like a year hiatus. And yes, then there was, there was. A, another year hiatus before Sylvester McCoy. And the last two or three doctors, like they'll have three seasons and four or five years. So, yeah, no, like you say, it, it is the king of hiatus. They, they do. I mean, it's not so much a hiatus in the past couple of years, but they've dragged them out mm-hmm. for a length of time for reasons. I mean, mostly the COVID was the main yeah, reason for a little I think bit. COVID but... is, but yeah, but with the BBC, since it's a, uh, you know, it's the way the way the BBC is funded, you know, they can only do so much at so you know such a time. So, not sure if the deal with BB or with uh, Disney Plus will help fund more of it, um, it to be do. able to do more. Um, so there isn't all these you know year breaks. Um, Every three years, uh, but who knows? I don't. I don't know what all the details are going into there uh, for Disney Plus. So, but okay. So now we're gonna get back on track on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the 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 doctor that was in the 50th anniversary was Matt Smith, who yeah. is the 11th Doctor, technically 13th Doctor, if you think about it. But, uh, yeah, let's not go but, down that rabbit hole. <laughs> yes. Well, you have to go down the rabbit hole when you talk about the time of the Doctor because they do explain it there. Yeah. Um, but um, it's it's the first uh, episode, Doctor Who episode with multi-Doctors that isn't called however many Doctors is in the episode. Yes, very true. You got three Doctors, five Doctors, two Doctors, and then uh, time of the Doctor. Yeah. Technically, yes, but there was obviously the 30th anniversary that had that was called Dimensions in Time, but that wasn't a full-length episode. The actors didn't even get paid to be in it. <laughs> it was a charity episode. Well, and it was four years after Doctor Who was cancelled. So, like... Yeah. So, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was for... Children in Need. Children in Need, yeah. Um, it was just kind of a fun thing. Uh, they do a lot, because they did one with... Uh, David Tennant and Pete Davidson, his father-in-law. Uh, yes, on one episode too. They did, on did yes, yeah. yeah, and they they reunited as well in um, Big Finish as well for uh, a set of three called Out of Time. Oh, nice. Um, so in this episode, in the 50th anniversary special, the time of the doc. Oh God, there's so many of the doctors in this thing. <laughs> the day of the day doctor. Of doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it it doesn't really necessarily pick off pick up where you last seen them in the Night of the Doctor because you really don't know how they got out of the Doctor's time stream. I don't think they ever explained it. Uh, so for those that haven't watched, um, and the n- name of the Doctor at the end of the episode, they get into Doctor's time stream uh, because the Great Intelligence is trying to destroy all of his lives, and so Clara goes in to try to rescue him, and that's how she gets all split up. And so that's yeah. why you see like different versions of her before the actual version of her you see in um, the Bells of St. John. Um, and but then he has to come after her because he doesn't want her to die because that really is going to kill somebody if they're split into a million ways. And then you find out that the doctor has a secret identity between Paul McGann and um, Christopher Eccleston. Yeah. <laughs> as John Hurt, uh, the late, great John Hurt, um, which this might be one of his le- one of his last roles before he passed away. Uh, yeah, I think I feel like he might have done something else Maybe. afterwards. I mean, he definitely did some big finish work as well. So there's, oh, there's like didn't? a little. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah, there's like a three. This, uh, I mean, three, six, nine, nine episodes he did. Um, the last lot did get released after he passed away, unfortunately. But yeah, um, yeah it was brilliant. Have him in it. <laughs> yeah. So 
um, you know, we see the doctor and Clara just kind of doing their own thing. He's in his TARDIS reading, Clara's teaching. Um, yeah, te- teaching at the actual school that appears in the first episode, Cold Hill High School. Yeah. And I-, I love how that shot of whenever it went to the Doctor Who uh, credits, and then it was the black and white, you know, square screen, 4-3 uh, uh, ratio, and then you see the silhouette of the police officer, um, which is was exactly what you saw in the very first episode of Doctor Who. It was, yeah. It, it mimicked it yeah. um, down to the policeman, down into going into Cold Hill High. And yeah, <laughs> exactly as it was in the first episode. Policeman looks a little different. <laughs> well, of course, because it's 50 years later. So, 60 years later? 50? 50? Yeah, yeah, of course it's 50 years. It's the 50th anniversary. I don't know why I'm thinking. I'm trying to think of how long it is. Yeah. So, I'm sure um, the... Um, Uniforms of police officers changed between the 60s and the yeah. <laughs> 2013. So, um, but um, there's 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 stuff going on um, that we see before that in the 1800s, 17 or 1800s with the um, I forgot her name. Um, this she's not a Silurian, is she? She's the is she a Silurian? Oh, what do you mean with um? Oh. I can never pronounce them. Do you mean the three of them that was in the name of the Doctor? Yes. Well, yeah, because it starts... Doesn't the, the episode... Does it start with that? It doesn't, no, no. The episode literally starts with them, um, the car oh, yeah, in yeah, school. Yeah. 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 Uh, she then gets a phone call, I think, or something, uh, goes to the TARDIS. Um, then the TARDIS gets picked up by Unit, um, Kate... Kate um, Lethbridge-Stewart, who was in charge of unit, didn't realise the Doctor was in the TARDIS. <laughs> Apparently, though, Matt Smith wanted to do that stunt. Because oh, he's, he he's hanging off the actual TARDIS at the bottom, and apparently he wanted to do that stunt. I'm not sure if he did. I didn't manage to find out. but um, I, I think he did, because I think I remember seeing like set photos, but you don't know if that was a stunt double or not. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm sure they weren't that far off the ground anyway. Um, <laughs> not like a Tom Cruise stunt where he actually like is hanging off the side oh. of a plane that's like flying, you know. Oh yeah, well I mean even the bits that Matt Smith did do that we know for definite, I think he was strapped in by his wrists probably. And <laughs> but yeah, he was a bit yeah. crazy with that. He wanted to do it so much. Yeah, he he made the point like you could have just knocked. Like that's just the courtesy. If you don't know somebody's <laughs> yeah. in there, just like hey, I see a police box. I'm gonna do the doctor a favor who probably already knows where the police box is and pick it up and take it to, you know, yeah. I, I don't understand the, the, the thought process behind that, but uh, yeah, he actually goes to, um, goes to Kate Stewart and goes, you know, I'm sure as your father would have told you, I don't like being picked up. <laughs> Was there like a backstory to that? Cause I don't know if I remember what a backstory between, uh, uh, Brigadier, Brigadier Leth- oh, Lethbridge Stewart. Um, well, yeah, basically, um, Brigadier Lethbridge Stewart was the original yeah. mander of unit, and um, Kate gets introduced in Power of Three, I believe. Well, actually, she was introduced in a um, off the um, off the books sort of like episode that was part of the Doctor Who universe, but doesn't reference it off the copyright sort of like. Hmm. Um, but she was reintroduced in The Power of Three, where we discovered this woman called Kate Stewart was actually Kate Lethbridge Stewart, the daughter of Unit's original commanding officer. Yeah. Um, so there is uh, something going on with this painting that uh, mm-hmm. was, uh, I guess given to them from Queen Elizabeth uh, a long time ago. Well, yeah, there's a bit of a... We find out at the end of roughly where the painting came from. (laughs) But, yeah, the Gallifrey... Either called Gallifrey Falls or No More. Which you find out later. We'll get to that uh, later. (laughs) Um, So, because there was a big cameo at the end that... um, Nobody was expecting. No, no one was expecting. Oh, well, 
to be honest, it, it, the the last sort of like uh, what twenty minutes or so from from when they completed the sort of like little story of the three doctors and they did the whole bit at the end, that whole section is was surprising. I I was on my feet. Luckily, mm. I was on my own <laughs> at home when I was watching it, but I was on my feet in absolute shock what they were doing. Yeah, and, and you can response. Yeah, and and you can kind of put together a lot of conspiracy theories about that that the end also, which we might go over if we have time um, later. Um, so, um, but at the same time, which is technically not at the same time, um, we actually see the war doctor John Hurt um, in the um, end of the battle. time war. Yeah, end of the time war. Uh, he destroys some Daleks. He steals the moment, um, which is this box that can basically destroy anything and everything in its path. Um, mm-hmm. And he was going to use that to end the time war. So he was going to destroy both uh, Daleks and Gallifreyans. Um, and this is where we kind of find out because there was always elusive of what happened to the doctor. Why does he not want to talk to the t- about the time war? The time war wasn't a thing that was. Uh, involved with the original Doctor Who, it just, like, whenever they brought it back, oh, there's Time War, there's something going on, there's a mystery with the Doctor, um, and then we find out, sort of find out, which we'll get back what to happened? others. Yeah, what happened, and that the Doctor just wiped everything out, and that's probably what caused his regeneration to Christopher, Christopher Eccleston. Um, but uh, we'll get to later what actually does happen. Yeah. So, obviously, this weapon, this moment as a conscience basically and it appears that to the doctor as well what it thinks is a companion that he would know but it doesn't understand the difference between the past and the future that picks a companion that he hasn't yet met (laughs) that's how we get Billy Piper in it well technically it's it is Rose Tyler but it is not Rose Tyler because it takes the form of Bad wolf with the little white eyes, shiny eyes. Um, why it uses that form, I'm not quite sure. Um, but it might be because of the connection between Rose and the Doctor. And so that way you can disconnect and say, hey, why isn't she interact- wanting to interact with the Doctor? Because she's in that state where she's not Rose Tyler. Yeah. So, and the, mo- the moment is kind of like, I guess you could say... You know, the Christmas spirits off of like uh, a Christmas carol. So, like, he wants to show him his future um, and experience a few things. Gonna happen. Yeah. To see if he wants to change his mind. Um, And so, through inadvertently um, the doctor finding a fez, um, we get them three together. And, uh, yeah. England. Well, then it skips to the skips to like um, the tenth Doctor yep. in ancient England, with which we actually heard a reference of in David Tennant's last episode about Good Queen Bess, and this is basically what actually happened. Why, how he actually managed to marry Queen, and it also kind of like explains why in one episode with Martha um, Shakespearean. I think it was um, why Queen Elizabeth wanted to chop the Doctor's head off. Because obviously he abandoned her on the altar. Not that he knew that at the time. Well, he didn't really abandon her at the altar. He married her and left town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had to get he had to get a, a gallon of milk or buy some cigarettes or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they're having a little picnic, you know, before they get to uh, Matt Smith and John Hurt's Doctor involved in there. Um, and then he's got a little Zygon or, um, not necessarily a Zygon binder, but it's more of a, um, device that goes ding. Yes. It's a device <laughs> that goes ding that checks for, um, shift changers or whatever they're called. Um, but also it can, uh, bring you some comic books from the future and <laughs> a few other, he's like, I, you know, I, I don't know when to stop. It, just, it has so many features that have nothing to do with. Um, so he thinks the yeah, queen the is the Zygon. Still doesn't work on wood. Yeah, yeah, because it's too primitive. 
Um, <laughs> but he thinks she's a Zygon because it went ding. Uh, because yeah. I find out. Um, well, after he proposed, he only proposed to her because if she said yes, she had to be in the Zygon. And that's not the case. That's not what happened. Uh, she wanted <laughs> to marry him, I guess. Because uh, the horse was the Zygon. I don't even know Zygons can turn to animals. Yeah. Well, we, we haven't actually seen the Zygon since... Um, oh, it must have been 1970-something, maybe in 1980. Yeah, it was a Tom Baker episode. That was the last time we saw them. So it was about a good 30-odd years yeah. since we'd actually seen them. Yeah. Um, but then, like, in, in those episodes... Uh, they had to like kidnap them and put them in like some sort of stasis to be able to take their body. This they kind of changed that a little bit. They might be Zygons from maybe a different Zygon dimension or whatever. Um, yeah. So they can take your likeliness without, but they still have to keep you alive. Like you still have to stay alive. Like if you die. Yeah. Um, so the Zygon can never, not really technically, kill somebody that they're taking over. Um, no, more of a mimic. So, but you don't know that until later in the episode. So, um, but, um, through the warm, wormholes, uh, that the moment designs to put them together, all three of them end up together right there, um, in the forest of England. Um, then they get captured by the queen's guard and you don't know if the yes. queen is Zygon or not by then. She says she killed um, the real one, but I guess I'm doing spoiler alert right here because if the Zygon killed <laughs> the uh, real queen, then it would have not been a Zygon. The Zygon would just yeah. look like a Zygon. Um, which they got yeah, suckers on their do. hands and their big, huge, red, nasty little things with uh, um, and pus, poison pus, tongue uh, in their mouth. Yeah, poison. <laughs> yeah, poison tongue. Yeah. Um, He's really checked. Yeah. I think I did a video of that one. Oh, you did? <laughs> I think I did a video of that one. Where, you know, she's not the Queen of England. <laughs> she kissed her anyway. You um, gotta love the. You gotta love the little interaction though that the, all the doctors do. I mm -hmm. mean, that even though they're supposed to be the same person, they all argue with each other. They never. So the doctor's always right, and he always likes the version he is then more than he likes the other versions of himself. Mm. So, because they're all different and same in the same way. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's always fun seeing the interactions of the doctors with each other. Um, I think the fifth five doctors was the only one really where there really wasn't any a whole lot of uh, bickering between the doctors. Um, yeah, well, yeah, you, know. you had the same bickering that was between the second and third, but uh, yeah, it seemed well, to be the first doctor always brought them together, brought them in line. It was like I'm in yeah. charge; you do as I say. Yeah. In a sense, John Hurt was kind of like that, but he was also, you know, torn and, you know, he was the uh, warrior, war doctor. So he wasn't actually yeah. the doctor. That's why they never really counted him because they try to forget that they were ever him because he did, you know, in their mind. Well, they the thing. Yeah. So um, they get kidnapped, kidnapped, not kidnapped. They get captured and taken to uh, the, what is it? Something tower, the tower, the tower of London, um, yeah. and uh, you know that's when they you. I think you get to the uh, um, some of the more serious parts of the uh, episode because you know eleven, ten, and eleven they really don't trust um, the war doctor, and no. they they just and and he knows he's like you look at me like I'm a, I'm a monster. Like what? He doesn't know what, it, well, he sort of does no. because he was about to do something. Um, uh, he didn't think he had a future. He thought that was going to be it. But here's two of his future selves um, who act like children and he, and he makes a, a few comments about yeah. that. He's like, um, what, why are you acting like children? What's so bad about being grown up? Yeah. Obviously they're, they're reacting off of what he is about to do. Yeah, because if, if you've gone through a lot of trauma or if you've done some bad things in your life, you're not going to be the same as you no. were before. You, you, there, there's going to be some mental trauma that's going to cause you to either do something like the 11th Doctor to repress everything um, 
or the tenth doctor to just remember everything and just you know and cause a himself. lot of yeah. So um, you, you get to see a lot of that different dynamic um, of those the doctors and how how they all handled um, that that decision that choice. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, we find out that there are Zygons in the now time and stored in paintings. Yes. Um, they were able to hide themselves in paintings since the, I don't know if there was a set, 16, 17, I don't know how long ago. Uh, yeah, <laughs> your guess is a good one, but yeah. yeah. since I'm not a history buff, so I apologize for those who are like, well, you need to know who the uh, Queen Elizabeth, what, um, what, what year she reigned. Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't even know, I, I don't even know when our current one reigned from. I just know she's still going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Fifties, I want to say. Fifties or sixties. Been a while. Like that. Um, even later fact, than that. I share birthdays with her, the Queen Mum. Uh, not the same year, but the same day. Um, I hope not the same year. <laughs> no. That. I know I look old and I'm old, but I'm not that old. Well, you're, uh, you're looking good for a hundred plus. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I moisturize. <laughs> Um, but Clara finds out that uh, uh, Kate Lethbridge Stewart is being controlled by I mean, is a Zygon, not her. Um, and they were about to go back in time to bring all their friends with them. Yeah. Um, well, no, they they entered the Black Archives, which is yeah. obviously full of, but well, it's full of Easter eggs, if anything, with the whole Doctor Who series. And there's like a lot of different bits in there, like rivers, shoes, photographs of old companions. Uh, I think there's a Cyberman head and a Dalek head and everything in there. Uh, but obviously, what they came there for was the vortex manipulator of Jack's vortex manipulator, which he bequeathed to the Black Archive on one of his deaths. Which one we don't know. Yeah, he's died so many times. He's had a few different incarnations of himself. Yeah, <laughs> they never really explained how yeah. he came. He became the face of Bo, but that's another question. <laughs> but um, because obviously the way they managed to get Clara managed to get there was to get that activation code that the eleventh Doctor was scratching into the wall, mm -hmm. which is actually the date and time of Unearthly Child when it was released. So it's like um, I've got it written down here. Somewhere it's the code she punches in is 17, 16, 23, 11, 63. Oh. 16 minutes past five on obviously the 23rd of the of November. Huh. <laughs> yeah, when it started with 17 and then 11 or yeah, I just thought it was yeah. random numbers, but I didn't realize that the 23, uh, 11. Yeah. Yeah. And at the beginning, when Clara's leaving the school on her motorbike, the clock also says the time that the first episode started. Oh, so it's 11.23? Okay, 17.16. Okay. But yeah, the, the, the episode is chock full of Easter eggs. So there is a lot, a lot of Easter eggs throughout the whole entire episode. Too many to count. Yeah, and, and I'm really kind of wondering what they're all going to do for the 60th anniversary, which is next year. Um, yeah. Everything's really kind of up in the air. You don't really know <laughs> where we're going to go, but we got one more episode of, uh, one more special with uh, the new doc. Oh, I, I Jody, yeah. Whitt Jody, yeah, Jody Whitt Whittaker. Um, but, um, so, Clara uses the Vortex Manipulator to get to uh, England, or to get to you know where the doctors are, because uh, they're literally in the same spot. Because the Black Archives is, is in, in the tower. tower of London, so really amazing coincidence. Because mm -hmm. um, the doctor knew that the Black Archives were there, so I guess it wasn't that much of a coincidence. Um, but he, he knew it was there. <laughs> yeah, he just didn't have access to get there because it was TARDIS proof. Um, but they they do find out um, whenever. Well, it's kind of funny how they were trying to get out by using the sonic screwdriver, uh, which they can't use on wood, so they couldn't really use it. But 
because there's 400 years between the three of them, uh, they were able with uh, John Hurt's doctor to start a calculation and then finish the yeah. calculation with Matt Smith's uh, sonic screwdriver to I open the to door. Out, I need to find out the door was unlocked. Yeah. And then Claire's three, like... Three of the most intelligent men yeah. in the universe and they didn't try to open the door. Like, have you, have you, did you try the door? We assumed it was locked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't because the queen left it unlocked because... It was actually the queen. Well, yeah. you don't know that yet. You, you think it's Zygon. She was trying to figure out what they would do if they escaped. So she came right behind Clara and took them through what the Zygon's plan was, was to uh, project themselves in these paintings so that in, you know, three, four, however many years they could, whenever the world is in a more technologically advanced place, they can come and overcome and take yeah. the world. Also, and that's when the tenth doctor puts his foot in it for the third time. Yeah, <laughs> maybe he spoke about the the whole rabbit scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we did it because whenever he thought she was Zygon, he would like say stuff like, you know, she got a bad breath. I can tell how close your eyes are together. You know, all this kind of stuff. And then every single time, it's the actual queen and not a yeah. Zygon. Or it's just a rabbit. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah, you're just a rabbit, aren't you? <laughs> um but um uh, but you think it's the the Zygon posing as the queen this whole time uh, until she uh gets uh, humiliated by the 10th doctor and said I am the queen of England. Yeah. Um this is not my plan because you know he was trying to put her down saying why would you give us your plan that doesn't make any sense well because it's not my plan. It's not my plan. Yeah. <laughs> the other one's dead. Yeah, I killed I killed uh because the Zygons, whenever they take the, the form of the person, they take all that person's attributes. So it's not like that they look like that person. They, they have their memories. They have their ailments. They have everything. Yeah. So uh, it was it, to fight a Zygon that's posing as you, you there's equal strength right there. So, Probably, yeah. Um, so it's not like she had to overtake this whole huge beast because it, she had to just... Try to fight off the queen. She just had to fight herself off almost. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, so, the uh, doctors get into the TARDIS to go back to Anne Clara to go back to 2013 because uh, the... Well, not because, but at that time, um, Kate and the Zygons are... Like, Kate About. is trying to threaten to blow up all of London... Just to stop the Zygons. Um, yeah, just to stop the Zygons. So <laughs> she set a five-minute self-destruct um, bomb, um, and then the doctor was trying to stop her, uh, which they couldn't yeah. get through because, again, they were in a spot that was TARDIS-proof. Because you did have the whole um, missing out on the whole glitching of the desktop. That was quite a funny scene, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 because we didn't really... No, that was in the... Wait, glitching of the desktop. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's when yeah. they get into the TARDIS okay. and you have the whole... It's true. It's the round things. I yeah. love the round things. Yeah, because when they first get into it, it is um, the tenth Doctor's TARDIS. But whenever yeah. the eleventh, they all touch it, it glitches, and yeah, and it has the white round background. It's like Just I love the essentially these four Doctors. Yeah, because uh, his then, was basically just the original one, and then starting to update it. Like it was a mix between the original TARDIS and Maybe the movie TARDIS, or maybe the uh, mm, yeah Ninth Doctor's TARDIS. Like it was kind of a mixture. Yeah, I'd say more of a mixture between the sort of like original and the Ninth Doctor's. Obviously, having all the round things because the the Eighth Doctor's had quite an extravagant um, interior to the TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was much bigger front room than all the other Doctors. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it glitches, has the white things, and like, oh, look at the, or the round things, look at the round things. I love the round things. What do they do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I love that conversation. Yeah. And then it just turns into Matt Smith's uh, TARDIS, so, and and you get the, oh, you redecorated. I have. I don't like it. Yeah, the good old traditional Because, again, they don't like the other person's, you know, there's always better. It's always. 
Well, the doctor is kind of a narcissist, I guess you could say a little bit of one um, at to a point. But um, yeah, so they can't get into the. Uh, I thought archives. Yes, the black archives. That's the word I was trying to look for. Um, because again, it's TARDIS. <laughs> so, um, but they have the little orb thing that projected the Zygons into paintings. So that's when you they get the whole cup of soup um, scene. Yeah. Where the war doctor comes up with the plan. And then you kind of have like a, a little scene that kind of backtracks to the beginning when one of the scientists had a phone call. And it was like, well, hang on, it's the doctor. And he's ringing from the future to get him to put the painting in the black archive so they can then do this dramatic escape where they burst the Dalek through and kind of just walk out and go, sorry about the Dalek. Yeah, and Clara's like, you know, you don't have to be so dramatic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they go fight the Dalek with their uh, sonic screwdrivers, uh, bust, you know, to bust out of the uh, the, the painting. Um, but then the Doctor has this unique idea, because again, we're they're about to blow up all of London. And... Uh, uh, Kate is not backing down. She was going to let it happen. Um, so the doctor had this idea to make him forget so that no one knows who's a Zygon. Yeah. Um, make them cancel the detonation and uh, then come up with a peace treaty. Yeah. Which it basically worked. And I think that was also meant to be a, a way of showing the war doctor, you know, that this is the people he's going to become, you know, that they're, they're willing to do what it takes to stop any kind of fighting. And I think it makes him realize that even though what he's about to do is, you know, really, really bad, it's necessary. And he realizes that. Oh, sorry. That's right. <laughs> yeah. He, he realized that, um, you know, maybe he, you know, it's a bad decision that he was going to make, but he was the only one that can make that decision because uh, he yeah. doesn't want it. But he doesn't want to put the blood on the other one's hands, but he kind of feels like it's too late. Like he he has learned from it, um, but he feels like there's no way out he, of it. Yeah, he feels like he has to be the one to do it so yeah. that they don't have to. Yeah. But then they turn up as well. and Yeah, then they, they decide... Like yeah, that. Well, we'll all push the button together so the blood is on all of our hands, even though it is the same person. Yeah. Um, but then Clara's like, to uh, to to eleven, is like this is not this is not you. Yeah, even though she knows he did it, it's like I I never saw you doing it. Yeah, you actually doing it, and it's all too real now. But then that's when he comes up with these plan to save Gavray, yeah. which I. I personally actually think, uh, and this this goes down to theory, um, I think the whole thing of the Doctor saving Gallifrey was always going to happen. I think it was always meant to happen because when you go down or with what is the time of the Doctor, where he's on Trenzalore, all the events that took him to that had to have happened to bring him there. The likes of like even... River being born and being turned into an assassin. If he didn't come to Trenzalore, which um, is for when the Time Lords are trying to get back into the main universe, then there wouldn't have been the TARDIS blowing up several seasons back. The River wouldn't have been turned into an assassin to stop the Doctor because. Um, I thought I explained it very well, but um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's all it, it's all connected that these events had to happen. It wasn't really him changing his timeline; it was what was going to happen, as it has to happen for him to get to Trenzalore. Yeah, and the and the thing too with the War Doctors um, and them, they know they did something bad, but they really they they don't remember it happening. No, no so they forget they do. Yeah, because they know they done something bad, but they can never explain it to people because they just didn't know. They just know they did something really bad. But come to find out, yeah. they really didn't. Um, 
because a lot of times when the doctors meet meet each other, it's 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 like whenever it's over, it's like it's never happened. So because yeah. it was an event for all the doctors, those three doctors meeting each other when they left and went their separate ways, they don't know how that ended. So yeah, well, you know, I think I think the theory goes that the the older um, the older general, sorry, not the old, the the lower regeneration. So the likes of Ten, the War Doctor, and all the others, they forget because of the way the timeline works. But the current incarnation, so the Eleventh Doctor at that time, he remembers it all, but he only remembers it from his point of view. And from that, he doesn't remember it from the others. Yeah, that's true. So he doesn't remember it seen out of the first Doctor's eyes and so on and so forth. Though he sort of did uh, whenever he got the Fez. He's like, I remember this. This is how I meet them. Um, And then he throws the Fez in, but I don't, yeah, he doesn't know like what the events happened. He just knows, hey, we did something together. Let's make it happen again. Um, Yeah, I feel like his memory stops just before the War Doctor turns up. Yeah. So it's like he he remembers seeing the Fez. He remembers seeing his future self. And then nothing. Yeah. And the next thing he remembers is marrying Queen Elizabeth. He doesn't remember the fact that there was two other doctors of himself there. Yeah. And then he obviously went off to the whole thing in the last of the Time Lords. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we assume. So they come up with this plan on doing that where they, you know, put something in a painting, but in mass scale. They were going to uh, basically make Gallifrey disappear into a, the, a painting so that well, the Daleks more, would just... Psh- more of an alternate dimension rather yeah. than painting, but yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, but they can't, they can do it because there's three of them, so they have more power because now they got three TARDISes, um, but they call on all the Doctors. So yeah. you got the first, second, third, all of them, even the 13th Doctor, um, which at that point, you just kind of see his eyes and his nose when he goes, no, all 13. Yeah. Um, but, uh, which the episode after, Time of the Doctor, um, that's mean, when you, you get that the, regeneration. So, no, that um, whole Gattafrey save scene, that was a that was an epic scene, I think. Yeah. Oh. I mean, uh, yeah. I have got them, because they're, they're all, most of it is all archive footage and that, except for one bit. One bit isn't archive footage because it was the voice of the first Doctor. Yeah, it was when he's calling on Gallifrey. Yeah, because obviously William Hartnell, well, Gallifrey, Time Lords, was never, wasn't a his, thing. never a thing. And, it wasn't until War Games but, and the last of the second Doctor. Yeah. So they had, had a guy called John Gillow, Gillow, I think G-U-I-L-O-R. Well, he did a good John job. Gillow. He sounded just like him. Yeah, it was a. You couldn't tell the difference. Yeah, no. Well, nowadays they have apps now that you can actually put people's voices in to sound like them. Um, yeah, kind of scary for some things, but it's kind of cool for for stuff like that to where you can actually, you know, use deep fakes and those voice deep fakes to to actually make somebody look like um, somebody. Let's uh, so for Doctor Who. That's necessary if you're going to try to put in a, a fifth, sixth, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth, or seventh doctor um, yeah. into it. Or even, you know, with, I'm, I, I'm still hoping that uh, John Pertwee's son would want to yeah, take up the mantle, I, I but I don't think it's going to happen. <laughs> but because uh, then, yeah. But um, I digress on that. So it, it was a nice ending to, uh, I, I do wish, and I know I, I know there's a reason why we didn't get Christopher Eccleston and actually him declining the 50th anniversary is what caused the war doctor to be created. created, Yeah. If it weren't for him actually saying, no, I don't want to come back. We wouldn't have got such a brilliant role of John, John hurt. Yeah. So there's that to look at. Yeah. Cause they already had that story. Yeah. Apparently though, Christopher Eccleston is doing something for the 60th with big finish. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, well, it's big he, finish. I wish he would do it for the show, but I think <laughs> he 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 had some issues with 
producers and writers and, and all that. Yeah. And you have the same same showrunner as you did whenever he was on the show. So um yeah. so I don't I don't see it, it happening. Um and he's not the type to come back and recur be a, a recurring role into something. Um yeah. so um you know, outside of Big Finish Audios, I'm sure that's different. He can just go into a studio and, and do whatever and he wants to be part of it. Different producers, different writers, you know. Yeah. You know. It's, it's probably a day job for him, it is, you know. Yeah. He's in and out of, in, in a day with all of them. Yeah. He's done two seasons so far of The Ninth Doctor. So that's basically the episode of the 13th, um, the 50th anniversary, the um, Day of the Doctor. Um, but we do get. Again, an ending scene, which we talked about earlier with a cameo yeah. of Tom Baker. Yeah, that that was the the instant you hear his voice. Like, like I said earlier on, you know, that whole section is just surprising. And you then you you first had obviously, like I say, with the first Doctor's voice, and I was I was like, no way, they've done this. Then you had thirteen, you know, with the Peter Capaldi's eyebrows and that turning up yeah. and. Then you they're at the end then and it's Tom Baker. And it's like he is at the moment one of the most iconic Doctor Who's as well, because he was in it for a long time and he's come back as at the time it was it was only implied that he was a future incarnation of the Doctor. Heavily implied. Now it has been confirmed that the curator is a retired version of the Doctor. But at yeah. the time we didn't know that. <laughs> No, but it, it kind of because, you know, Tom Baker's character in that as a curator was you don't know if he was like a serious or if he was just like um, uh, you didn't really know who he was because, you know, you see the Tom Baker. You're like, oh, that's Tom Baker. He was the fifth doctor. Uh, yeah. And then they do kind of talk about, you know, maybe going back to, you know, something old older faces, older faces and and all that. Uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Um, and, but it kind of, to me, like the, the, the bummer of it, like it's nice to have Tom Baker, which, you know, he was, might be, well, before they brought it back, he was the most popular doctor. He had seven seasons. He yeah, has yes. the most episodes of any other doctor on there for the longest. And, uh, um, so that's nice to see, but then all the other living doctors, um, uh, Peter Davidson, Colin mm-hmm. Baker, Sylvester McCoy, they got like relegated to a uh, little, the five-ish doctors little short, um, yeah. which is fun, but it it, it kind of stinks that they didn't get like any kind of they cameo. Yeah, well, I I'm not sure what actually went on there because the the five-ish doctors is actually written by uh, and produced by Peter Davison himself. Um, I, th- I think it was a planned sort of thing because I remember when whole 60th anniversary thing was spoken about, there was news articles about Peter Davison standing outside television centre protesting, you know, there's no older, doc- there's no classic doctors, what's going on, why is there no classic doctors? And then we get the five-ish doctors and there he is actually doing that in the actual episode. Um, it, it was kind of just a, a, it was just like a celebration of it and a, a bit of mockery as well. Um, I mean, obviously they they were involved in a roundabout way, but well, their archive footage was. Yeah, I, I think I mean, it was their way of saying, "Well, we don't think we're going to be in this episode, but we need to do something." So let's just, you know, yeah. let's just go and have fun and try to get into the fiftieth anniversary because that's the whole premise of the Five-ish Doctors yeah. is. We need to be on this episode. How are we supposed to get into it? And it's funny whenever they have those interactions with Paul McGann, and yes. Paul McGann is not in the fi- the fiftieth anniversary, but he is. He does have his little he, mini. He does get a part as well. Um. So, uh, but he's all they coy do, do about everything. Same. Yeah. Yeah, and they sort of do the same joke as well with Tom Baker, with him back in the twentieth anniversary because he was stuck in a time yeah. vortex thing, and it's like it's. Bring him up. Oh, I appear to be stuck again. <laughs> Apparently, though, that wasn't Tom Baker. That was um, oh, an impressionist by called John something. I can't remember his name. But he's an impressionist that does 
<laughs> funny enough, he's actually working for Big Finish now and does yeah. a voice of Lethbridge Stewart. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I'm wondering if that's others. that's their way of like not knowing if Tom Baker was it, in it or going to do do or not to maybe Tom Baker just couldn't find the time to 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 do that. Um, yeah, probably. But um, it would be kind of stinky if they didn't know Tom Baker was in it at all and then he was in at the end and then they're like mm-hmm. you know what are we chop liver but um they, they probably all knew what was going on they i mean let's face it peter davidson probably knew a few things that was going on i mean it's his bloody son-in-law <laughs> that's true that's true yeah but you you have like ndas and all that kind of stuff for some of that stuff where you can't talk about it even you know with family or whatnot. Yeah, but they probably it do. was it was a secret <laughs> secretish episode, or maybe that's why you know Peter Saban Davidson was like uh, got with Colin uh, Baker and um, Sylvester McCoy and said, "You know what? We're not involved. Let's let's make us in- involved. So yeah. we'll just do this, do this to do something funny." And it is on the uh, DVD and Blu-ray of the 30th anniversary too. So the BBC was able to put it into um, yeah. into their stuff, um, but. Um, hopefully with the 60th anniversary, um, because I don't what Tom Baker's like 90, you know, 80 something, uh, he is, yeah, 90. Um, Sylvester McCoy is getting a little frail now, so, um, you know, it'd be nice to have them involved somehow. Yeah, I mean, there has been rumors of another five ish doctors, uh, I, I suppose it's. It all depends on if Peter Davison will write it and whether or not the BBC will give it its go-ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so going back to, like, Paul McGann, um, he did have, like, a little mini-episode. Mini um, yeah, yeah. And it kind of tricked you because it was a mini-episode called The Night of the Doctor. So, like, okay, it's linked to the Day of the Doctor and, you know, night, uh, yeah, Day of the Doctor. And then you see... Uh, where this woman is in a ship, she's about to, she's going to crash because she hasn't, you know, can't get control of the ship. And she's, the ship's like, do you need a doctor? Stop talking about doctors. And then she's like, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Yeah. But not, not the one, one you're expecting. expecting. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, none of us were expecting him. No. That's for sure. I didn't expect that at all. And then you get like a little fun episode where, you know, he tries to save her. She finds out he's a time Lord. She hates time Lords because they're part of this whole time war. That's killing a bunch of people. A lot of collateral damage outside of Daleks and Gallifreyans. And so they crash and then you have, they're on Karn and you have the, uh, yeah. what are they called? The, uh, uh, Oh, the, the sisterhood of Karn. sisterhood of Karn. Yeah. Yeah. So they revive him for like, Four minutes uh, to convince him to, I guess, change, alter his his life path, uh, go from doctor yeah. to help somebody to, you know, you can do more, you know, with this war if you change who you are. Warrior. Yeah. See, there, there's the interesting thing there, which actually connects with the curator, mm-hmm. is that there's a comic book, I think, or... It's either a comic book or a novel that basically we, this is when we find out that the curator is actually a future incarnation. And he's now friends. Well, the other doctors weren't really friends with that woman on Khan. I can't remember her name, but he, he is more friends with her now. And apparently that wasn't actually a elixir of life. It was just lemonade. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of tricked him to. <laughs> uh, tricked him to just think that that's like it was like a placebo in it yeah yeah Perfect, yeah so he would become what he needed to be yeah like he was gonna die but she wanted to make him think that he needed to be somebody else so yeah. when he had that mindset during his regeneration so he regenerated into somebody with that mindset yeah <laughs> that, that that makes sense that makes sense um but i i wish like what i wanted like before that came out like i envisioned them like doing like a mini uh, like maybe a five-part mini-series uh, show of like ten ep- ten minute episodes of the uh, Eighth Doctor. Um, that would have been cool. That would have been awesome. And then you got to where he regenerated, but you didn't see who he regenerated to. Um, 
but we just got this. So in, in order to kind of get the context of everything, the continuity of everything, it's kind of still jacked up between eight and nine. Um, yeah. And so, but it's not too late because Paul McGann is still in good enough shape and health and um, to be able to do something. And I'm he, sure he could definitely come back. He could. Yeah. So it would be nice to have like just a little mini, mini series, one, a half a season, three episodes or whatnot of just a Paul McCann doctor right before he, you know, during like how the time war started and what he was doing at the beginning of the time war. That would yeah, have been awesome. Um, we've kind of had how the time war begins with big finish, but, but it'd, it'd be like the on screen. How... Yeah. Yeah. You don't still know how the eighth doctor got disconnected from it, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean but, you, you do. But there is a little eighth doctor series set within the time war, but it, he still seems to be getting involved yeah. to a degree. It, there's no what like you see in the night of the doctor where it's like you know, well, no, I I help where I can. It's yeah, more it, he doesn't want to be part of it. Yeah, where in the episodes that they've been doing he, he's kind of like falls into doing the time lord's bidding almost it's like reluctantly but he's still doing what they want him to do <laughs> yeah um yeah but it, yeah it'd still be nice to like see something on screen for for oh, an eighth doctor to kind of just continuity and not just eighth doctor you know i would have also liked to see Something like that for to see Sylvester McCoy get his last season that he was going to have. Oh yeah, uh, when they canceled it because when when Survival, which was the last episode of the classic Doctor Who, it didn't end. Like it, it well, it, the episode ended, but like the yeah, Doctor the- and Ace kept going on. Like there was no end. There was no there's no reason to have any closure or anything. It did kind of end to where like they went off to the sunset into the sunset yeah. and just. They're going to have other adventures. They never um, know. We might find out some more things in this um, Centurion. Oh, yeah, we will, because we will have Ace. So yeah. that might oh, explain I'm... more. So that's going to be awesome. When I saw that, because Ace is one of my favorite companions, yeah. I was like, whoa. Brilliant. He's going to have Ace and Tegan is what I yes. saw. So Tegan yeah, I didn't recognize her at first. Fifth Doctor. Uh, fourth, well, technically Fifth Doctor. End of She's... the fourth. His last story, yeah, his last story, that's when she entered and then transitioned to the fifth. Um, But, yeah, that's going to be interesting because maybe we will because when you got the TV movie, it looks like the Doctor, Selfish McCoy, just retired to... Yeah. He captured the Master, who was a goo thing for some reason, um, to send to... That's that's a whole... Yeah, that's a whole, whole... But, like, how... Like how where what happened? What happened between survival and then? Where's Ace? What's going on? So yeah, maybe in this final one they will with Ace in it, she might explain what happened between survival and the T V movie. Yeah. Uh, which uh when is this one coming out? Is is it's this is fall, right? October. Okay. Yeah. So and that will be Jody Whitaker's last one. And then we don't know if we're getting uh well, with the uh, with the new, well, old new showrunner um, Davies, uh, we might go back to doing Christmas specials. Hopefully, yeah. So I prefer Christmas specials over New Year's specials. Um, I'm not, dis- I'm not quite sure why they changed it, but I, I don't know uh, why either. I mean, I, I think this um, obviously the next coming episode is to tie in with the BBC's hundredth year. Yeah, so that's why they're doing it in October because uh, that's when it's all going to start and it's been 100 years since the BBC started. Oh, that'd be nice. Huh. I, did not, I did not know that. So Yeah, <laughs> it's all part of their one big special for it. Which would make sense why they would bring back old companions and stuff because even mm-hmm. though it's not like a special Doctor Who, it was a special Doctor Who because it's the last of Jodie Whittaker, but, you know, it... it, it it will be special for the history of BBC and having exactly. more. Um, but oh, that's nice. Um, so unfortunately that's all the time we have uh, right now for this episode. I'm sure we can talk on and on and on Dr. Who, okay. Dr. Who's a lot like star Wars, but there's a lot more to talk about Dr. Who technically, because 
Again, it's been going on for almost 60 years. So yeah, 59 in year. October would be fit or November would be 59 years. Uh, so that's a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> so thank you again, Mark, um, for being on our show. Uh, and okay. would you, uh, before, before I go into, well, um, uh, never mind. Go ahead and uh, let people know where they can find you, uh, what you're up to, things that you're working on. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Well, you can find me on all the socials on Insta, uh, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitch under the Red Cornish Ranger. You can also now find me on Spotify and I am starting to do my own little podcast where I'm going to be reading comics either on my own or with a full cast. Um, you actually got Baker Ranger is going to be part of this as well. Uh, not in the first episode, you're, you're in the second episode, I'm afraid. <laughs> but um, yeah, hopefully I've dropped a little teaser for now, but hopefully I'll be dropping the first episode of eight on the 1st of August, I'm hoping. All goes to plan. But don't quote me on it at the moment. If you don't yeah. see it on there the first of August, then obviously something's gone tits up. Yeah, then you need to message him and say, Hey Mark, what what's going on? Where's where's the episode? Where where is it? Hmm. So But the the podcast is called The Red Cornish Ranger Presents Nerds Through Comics. Uh however I kind of misspelled through. Yeah, through is kind of spelled like throw. <laughs> it's, it's it's a little in joke with myself and um cosplay dude sort of like actually suggested the name as it is but then i because my dyslexia i thought eh, hang on i'm, I'm going to pronounce it as throw because <laughs> that's how i see it so <laughs> yeah well, through i suppose really is all the way i'm trying to pronounce it yeah through <laughs> you could have like two o's and <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> but yeah so and basically with that you're you're taking a Doctor Who and Star Trek comic and putting it is, yes. like visualizing it more with vocals um than kind of than turns just it into an audio drama yeah. kind of style. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Um and it's gonna be a whole lot of fun. Um and I will be remiss. Uh, Jim will get mad at me if I don't mention Zio to Hero. Um I keep on not that I forget about them, it's just I'm a, I got a one track mind. So if you notice whenever you listen to it, it's a lot of words to get out. I found. So yeah, so yeah, I ramble a lot, and sometimes like where my mind is focused on, it's, it's it it changes where I focused, but like it's hard to get. It's easy for me to get off track. But yeah. um, we are part, uh, Mark and myself are part of the Zio to Hero Network. So you can find. Zero to Hero at zero to Hero.com. They got a podcast where they talked to Mark. They had an episode with Mark a few weeks ago. Check that one out. Um, and just talk about fandoms that people enjoy. Um, you know, they start started out with Power Rangers, but you have Iron Avenger 52, who's really into Gundam. Um, you do um, like Star Trek and Doctor Who. Cosplay yep. Dude does a lot of cosplay of other things uh, yeah. in anime uh, he's got a lot of anime um Clayton as well and... yes with the neon lights um <laughs> so the zero hero network is um it's a it's a nerd network um uh, but it's fun uh we have a good time we have a discord too discord.zeotohero.com um if you want to get on and um chat with us um and uh it can be fun sometimes. Um, GIFs are, or GIFs, however you want to say it, um, th- there'll be a plenty. Um, we, we we have a lot of fun making fun of ourselves. Uh, so. Definitely. Um, but anywho, check that out, zeotohero.com. Um, check the Discord out. Uh, we're all on Facebook. Um, Insta. Insta, TikTok, um, Twitter, all the socials. So, um, but thank you again, Mark, for being on the show. And no I will end my show as I always end my show. It's a Power Ranger thing. Um, as Zordon would say, may the power protect you. If you enjoyed this episode of Baker Rangers Movie Talk, please check us out on YouTube and wherever you find your podcast. And also check out our host, 
Zio to Hero, wherever you find your podcast and ZioToHero.com. Intruder alert! Intruder alert! Cybernetical organism detected. Identify yourself. We are the Cybermen. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Resistance is futile. We have come across the void to form an alliance. The Borg do not form alliances. Your culture will service us. You will be assimilated. The Cyberman and Borg have the same goal. And what is that? To convert all life forms to us. If the Borg and the Cyberman work together, we can convert the galaxy. We can assimilate everyone. <laughs>